For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to The Range on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I'm Ralph Irvin, and today we are taking a look at a company that does a lot of different things in golf and does them very well. The full line of clubs, they're on tour and successful. Wedges, absolutely, and for every level of player. Has your club speed gone down over the years? Well, they can handle it. And if you need help getting the ball in the air, there are clubs built just for that. And they have a full line of balls as well, and they're kind of a big deal. The company is Cleveland Srixon Zexio, and we are pleased to be joined by a man that I have interviewed many, many times over the years. It's their marketing director, Brian Schelke. Brian, it's great to talk with you once again. Yeah, thanks for being on, Ralph, or having me on. Let's talk about golf, because it's really been a big part of most of your life, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much all my life I've been golfing or working in the golf industry, so it's been fun. I've had the pleasure of being part having golf be part of my life um, for a long time feel definitely fortunate and lucky i would say well and there was a point where really it, it came where your academics and golf really intersected because you were an engineering student at while playing golf yeah exactly i kind of actually chose school over golf i would say in terms of you know choosing my college and i went to engineering school um, but was fortunate enough to walk on the team. I played really well at tryouts, played a few years in college, and that kind of really kept the golf momentum going, I'd say, um, and then kind of led to my career now. When did you realize that, wait a minute, I can actually translate the engineering into the golf industry and still kind of merge these two things together? Yeah, it wasn't until my senior year, and um, one of my teammates actually knew a few people who were former college golfers who now worked in the golf industry and kind of a light bulb went off. I was like, wow, that sounds like the dream job, you know, pairing the engineering background with my golf background and experience. And so, yeah, just worked out perfectly. And you went right to Cleveland golf, right at, right out of school. Yep. Yeah, exactly. When you first arrived, you were working in engineering, obviously. What were you working on? Do you remember what one of the first projects was you worked on? Yeah, it was actually um, a lot of sound analysis. So like finite element analysis of the sound golf clubs make when you strike them, uh, specifically drivers. And that was during the high bore era at Cleveland Golf. So conventional drivers all sounded a certain way. They're kind of round, bulbous, and golfers were used to that sound. So then when we inverted the crown to get the weight lower, it made them sound different and from what golfers were used to. So we actually had a lot of engineering work, putting little ribs and structures and thick areas and thin areas, trying to make this inverted crown driver sound more like a traditional crown driver. Um, the performance was definitely there of all those high board drivers. And probably the one hang up for some people was the sound and feel it made. So there's a lot of engineering work trying to make those 
driver sound and feel like a more conventional driver at the time. Was that like something of a surprise to you? Because I would imagine most anybody going into the industry is thinking, well, I'm working on golf clubs. We're trying to make them longer and straighter. And here it was, we're actually trying to work on something that you don't think of, but it's still very important. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the long and straight, that definitely wasn't overlooked. That that was there for those drivers. So the next step was this sound. Um, and yeah, like I didn't think of it going in, but at the same time, when you're at a demo day or at a range, you're hitting balls and whether it went 246 yards or 248 yards, it's a little hard to tell. But if it sounds and feels really good or sounds and feels really bad, it's very clear to tell. Um, so it is very important how these golf clubs sound and feel in addition to how they perform, obviously. Now, I've spoken with a number of industry veterans in recent weeks, and, and we're talking about decades of club building. You've been in the industry just over 12 years. And even in that time, the changes in tech and design, they've been monumental, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. It's It never seems to slow down. <laughs> you think, hey, is there like a limit to these? But then new new technologies, new innovations, you know, our company, as long with others, are pushing every day for better performance, better sound, better feel. So it's I don't think it will stop anytime soon either. But even in the tools that you use to, to, to build these things, I mean, it's really been a fast ramp up in the last 10 years. Yeah, for sure. You know, the speed of prototyping has increased. We can try more things. The computer simulation is definitely way better than it was before. So even before we build physical prototypes, we can be a lot farther along in the um, design process. So yeah, lots of lots of innovation, not just in the club, but in how we design and build them. Well, let's look at Cleveland Golf, where you're launching the newest wedge, the RTX Zipcore. Talk about what makes this club such a real achievement of engineering. Yeah, th this is a big one, talking about advancements in technology and innovation. And it's something we're really proud of. And the, the big thing is in its name, it's this Zipcore. And what Zipcore is, is it's this really lightweight or low density material inside the wedge, inside the core of the wedge. And when you're designing a wedge for better players, like this is RTX Zipcore, it's for tour players, you know, serious golfers, you know, up to the mid handicap golfer. Um, but they're the most discerning for look and feel. And, you know, a tour player wants to look down and make sure it looks right. It's pretty compact. So in the past, we've been fairly constrained with some of the technology we can put into it because you can't make these big cavities or take weight out of certain areas because that's to look right. Um, so what Zipcore is, is we replaced a lot of the heavy steel on the inside of the wedge with this low density Zipcore material. And that's allowed our engineers to really have more freedom than ever before in a blade style wedge um, to give, give this wedge, you know, not just like a, a subtle performance improvement over the last generation, but we're three, four, five generations beyond where wedges have been before. I know there's been a move in recent years with, with the Cleveland wedges to really center that center of gravity, to move it towards the center because naturally it wants to yeah. drift inland towards the hosel. This really allows you to use kind of the mental concept of a cavity back, but really put it into what's a blade wedge. Yeah, exactly. So with all this weight we've freed up, we've not only been able to get the CG exactly where we want it, 
but then we've been able to increase the MOI as well, specifically high-low MOI. Um, with wedges, golfers do miss heel and toe, but a lot of times, whether you're in deep rough or off a thin lie, you miss up and down the face a little bit too. And those thin shots come out a little bit lower with less spin, high on the face come out a little higher with with more spin, or they come up short. So what Zipcore is, not only is the CG right laterally, but the MOI, it's way more stable up and down the face. So if you hit it a groove or too low or groove or too high, it'll still come out with the same trajectory, same ball flight, and go the same distance that you're looking for. And again, you know, we talk about the technology advancements you've made, not just with that top line wedge, the CBX line of cavity back wedges, the smart sole wedges. No matter what type of player you are, Cleveland is building a wedge that's going to help you play better around the greens. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like, I like to use the example, you know, my dad has a different short game than I have. And I have a different short game than you or Grant Dowell or any of those guys. You know, all of our shorts are unique. What types of shots we're trying to hit, our abilities, where on the face we hit it. So making just one wedge for all golfers and saying it's great doesn't really perform best for all of them. So we have a few different families of wedges. Like you mentioned, the Smart Soul, the CBX, and then this RTX series. Um, really to dial in the shape, the weighting, the shaft choices, the sole widths and grinds, really to optimize them for the different types of golfers there are out there. So everyone can have a wedge designed for their game. When you talk about the flexibility in the line, I mean, I get a lot of interest and I've had it for years over the launcher HB turbo irons or that style of yeah. irons because Cleveland has been known for building a hybrid construction set for a long time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, similar to the wedges, you know, we don't all play out on tour and have tour swings, you know, and irons specifically are probably the hardest club to hit. You're, you know, 160, 170 yards from the green. Maybe there's a bunker or lake in front of it and sur trouble surrounding it. You want, you want confidence going in there. So our launcher HB turbo irons really are just made to be forgiving, easy to hit. Um, and it's, it's like a hybrid technology in every one of your irons. And so those have been really popular um, and really game changing for golfers um, who, who want more confidence with their irons or are looking for something that's a little easier to hit. When we talk about Srixon, we found that there is really a solid foundation of clubs and they've had a lot of success on tour, maybe more than people realize, even though they see these players winning with them all the time. Yeah, yes. Srixon is definitely geared a little bit more towards the better player, the serious golfer in woods and irons. Um, and so, yeah, they're, it's tour authentic equipment. Um, we get a lot of Srixon products in play, you know, from our staffers, but even golfers who aren't on our staff, a lot of those put our irons and utility irons in play. So, yeah, it's we've had success on tour, and I think that's also translating to golfers. Um, you know, we're, we're growing in our woods and irons um, sales and the performance is definitely there. It's no secret that it's Cleveland's Rick's I mean, it's in the name that, that your partners. I'm curious what the relationship is in terms of how they operate, because there's certainly shared technology between Cleveland and Srix on things like a V-shaped sole. But at the same time, they have their own directions. I mean, do they operate independently or is there some interaction between the two brands? Yeah, there's definitely interaction between the brands. Um, our company has a whole 
um, has some advantages just in terms of our resources. So both brands are under the family of Sumitomo Rubber Industries, which is a um, very big company who does a number of things, um, making tires, uh, but then sports equipment is one of those. And so we actually have two kind of global headquarters for um, golf, one in Kobe, Japan, and then one here in Huntington Beach, California. So we have two different R&D departments, three different test facilities. So we have a lot of resources. And then we can also, for some of the technology, and especially with golf ball technology, we can lean on our parent company who's experts in rubber for our golf balls. Um, so we're part of a really big company with a lot of re global resources um, for golf equipment, testing, um, and engineering. So we're really performance and engineering driven, you know, both in Japan and here in Huntington Beach. And kind of there's some really good synergies there that help develop both the Cleveland and Strixon products. It's funny you talk about the big company because one of the things that I think sets Cleveland Strixon apart is the fact that it doesn't feel like a big company. In fact, it feels very close knit in terms of ha how everyone operates there and, and you put out a great professional product, but there's a different feel. It's more like a family there. Yeah, it very much is. You know, I've been here for 13 years about, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a close knit group who are really passionate about what we do or, and care a lot about it. And yeah, it's, I'd call it a family for sure. One thing that's consistent between Srixon and Cleveland, both brands are built for performance for a wide variety of players from basically from beginner to pro. But then you've got Zexio, which uses premium materials and design to help players get the performance that they may have lost over time as their swing speed is decreased. Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry, there's a little noise in the background. Uh, <laughs> I think that'll go away pretty soon. But Zexio is a really fun brand to talk about. Um, because one, it's not as known, so it's unique and people like learning about Zexio, uh, but also it's so different from pretty much every other golf brand. So Zexio has a very singular focus and it's been like that for the last 20 years of making better golf clubs for moderate swing speed golfers. So there's no real tour focus. We're not making clubs for high swing speed golfers for 20 years we've been designing and optimizing and perfecting these clubs for moderate swing speed golfers and as a result of getting incrementally better generation after generation lighter weight higher balance point easier to swing for 20 straight years without really worrying about anything else the zexio designs are remarkably different from what you'll get from any other manufacturer um, so it's really fun. We'll go to demo days and golfers who maybe haven't even heard of the brand or maybe they have, they'll demo it, they'll experience Zexio. And everyone, when they pick it up and swing it for the first time, they say, wow, this, this feels different. This is lighter. This is easier to swing. Um, and we get them on a launch monitor and then the rest is history. Zexio has really been growing really quickly in the United States. It's been a global leader um, in other international markets. It's newer in the U North America, um, but growing really well. And I think trials really the key there. Um, getting golfers to experience Zexio, um, they feel it and they're like, yes, I need this. And I don't just need a driver. Now I need a fairwood hybrid set of irons because it feels so different. It goes so different for these moderate swing speed golfers. 
um, and just really can help change their game. And as an engineer, I think you have to appreciate the fact that unlike other lines where they're just introducing a women's version of a club or a senior version of a club, which is just dialed down, this is designed from the ground up to be for that type of golfer. Yeah, exactly. Everything, the whole, does actually exist for these modern swing speed golfers. And there's no brand in golf that's put so much focus and effort and emphasis on those golfers. And uh, like I said, after 20 years of doing that, um, the results are pretty clear once you pick pick up a Zexio club and swing it. As a marketing director, you work really in line with the engineers and developers so that you can properly tell the stories of what's inside these clubs. How far along in the process do you get involved so that you can start preparing for what's going to be this year's launch or next year's launch or two years from now launch? Like on the marketing team was there's very much communication with our R and D team. Um, basically from the get go, you know, our, some of our marketing team is always doing market research. You know, what are golfers looking for? What improvements can we make in their games? Where, where kind of their pain points in their games? What do they struggle with? At the same time, R and D is developing these new technologies like Zipcore, things like that, that can help golfers and kind of, Mirroring those, what golfers need with these cool new technologies really helps drive a good quality product. So I'd say from the beginning, we're involved. Then we kind of let R&D, once, once the product kind of design and vision is set, R&D goes and creates this great product. And then we come back and collaborate on, okay, let's, let's tell this story, this story, tell these technologies to golfers in the easiest, most understandable way. And does it help them? Does it help you? The fact that you have an engineering background so you can maybe understand some of the technical aspects? Yeah. I mean, I think it helps um, for sure, both from an understanding and, and just messaging standpoint. Um, some, sometimes it gets overly technical when talking with the engineering team and we kind of have to dial it back a little bit. Um, but it, yeah, it definitely helps. And, and I've, been through designing clubs. So from the get-go, we we know kind of everything that goes into it. You don't just you don't just make one prototype and it's going to be perfect and fast and easy and then you have this great club. It takes a lot of work, testing, simulation, iterating. Um, so kind of just understanding all that work that takes to create a high quality product. Well and we talked about uh, the advancements there are in technology in clubs we talked about the advancements in designing clubs well there's also advancements in marketing i i got to imagine that marketing here in 2020 or obviously 2020 is an unusual year but here in the <laughs> yeah. current age is very unusual if you would have looked at it 10 years ago it's a different animal yeah yep it it's it's changing every day and we're trying to stay on top of it and just make sure you know, we know our products are high quality. So really our goal is just to inform golfers about the products, inform them about our Zipcore wedge and what's new about it and kind of generate interest so they go in and test them and see for themselves. Um, so that's really our goal. And we're trying to spread the word of our products and really get people to try them because we, we, we're very confident that when golfers do try our products, they're high quality, they perform well, they look and feel good. So um, we have a good chance. 
As social media continues to evolve, it's probably year to year that it's like, okay, here's a new avenue, a new platform that we're going to use to get the word out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's changing pretty quickly as well. Um, but fun to stay on top of it and see these new things and try to communicate with people where they want to be communicated with. I like to finish our conversations here on the range by taking you back into your career, into your portfolio, if you will. Is there a product or innovation, maybe a launch that gives you a real sentimental feeling or a special memory? You thinking back of your time with Cleveland that it's like, oh, I remember when this one came out, it was so exciting or anything like that. Ooh. Um, I mean, there are a lot of them. I worked quite a bit on, the CG15 wedge, which was one of the first ones we put laser milling on the face. And so worked pretty hard on like dialing these lasers to really roughen up the surface and generate more spin. And I remember taking a prototype out to the course once and hitting a couple wedge shots that spun so much. Like I hadn't seen that ever. And I was like, oh, we're, I think we're onto something. And then that was a really successful product as well. So. I think that was a good one, um, CG15s. But then, really, I'm excited about this Zipcore wedge. I think this one's going to be really big. Um, it's a cool technology. On the inside, we've really advanced this wedge more than probably any other wedge in the past. But on the outside, it still has this really nice, clean, sleek look. Very, very friendly to look down at. Great sole grind. So, I think... The Zipcore one, if we do an interview next year in a couple of years, um, might be talking about that. Well, and it definitely has a beautiful compact head. I've got some that I'm going to be testing out. And when you have that kind of look, but that much technology packed inside, that's always an exciting package for sure. Yeah, great. Brian, thank you for taking the time to join us. It's always fun talking with you. We've talked a lot over the years about a lot of different products but getting this insight into cleveland's rickson and zexio is really interesting because i know a lot of people have interest in the brands yeah thank you ralph and yeah thanks all your listeners for supporting us you know we really appreciate it especially in these difficult times you know um, but it's all of our loyal customers have been great and we really appreciate that and and friends like you ralph so appreciate you having us on that was Brian Schelke, the marketing manager for Cleveland Srixon Zexio, joining us here on the range. He and I have spoken, as I said, about all three brands many times over the years, and I hope you enjoyed this look inside a very unique corporate culture in the golf industry. Before we go, we discussed the new RTX Zipcore wedges, and these new clubs represent the current peak of Cleveland's design capabilities in creating a top-quality club. It is their best of the best, like Brian and I discussed. And as I mentioned, I am fortunate to be testing them as we speak, and I'll provide a full review soon on the Golf Spotlight. But here's the thing. I've been hitting the CBX2 cavity-backed wedges for the last number of months. So essentially for this trial, I'm going from a cavity-backed club to a blade. We'll see how they compare and how they work for me. You see, it's a reminder that many times the newest and top of the line golf product may not be the absolute best choice for us when making equipment decisions. The best club after all is the best club for us and no one else. That means proper fitting and then accepting those results. It's that simple understanding that could make all the difference in how you play the game. If you wanna know more about golf equipment, subscribe to us on YouTube at The Golf Spotlight. 
For the latest on the range, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That's right, at The Golf Spotlight. Of course, we welcome your comments there anytime. You've listened this far, so subscribe to The Range on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. We have new shows every Wednesday. Now, we're all done here, so lace them up and hit the course and spin those wedges. We'll see you here next time on The Range. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.